Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Our next guest is brought to us by Toolkit Depot. New year means new gear at Toolkit Depot. Toolkit Depot is your one-stop shop to get back on the tools. From the, I guess, from the winning SA Redbacks yes. is Daniel Drew. Drew, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Hi, guys. How are we going? i got tongue-tied there because I'm not used to saying the winning Redbacks uh, side, but you guys are playing some good cricket and you had a magnificent win today over WA. Yeah, yeah, we have been. Um, last couple of games have been you know, massive for us. Um, back-to-back wins in Tassie and against WA um, over the last few days. Yeah, it's been we're playing some really good cricket and it's huge for our group to get some back-to-back wins going forward in the rest of the season. Congratulations on your knock of 208 not out. Uh, is that your first double century? I know it's your first double century at Shield level, but in all forms of cricket? Um, I'm, I made it. Uh, double century last year in a, in a um, premier cricket, a club cricket game in a one day last year. Um, you did too. And then, yeah. But that's the, that's, that was the first one. And then that was, so this uh, game was the first one in the Red Bull um, game. But yeah, no, it was, it was, yeah, it was awesome. Um, it was obviously great to get the win. Um, that was the main thing. Um, but yeah, it was just great to spend some time in the middle and um, get amongst it and put the team in a really good position to go forward and, um, get the win. Absolutely, Drew. You've certainly done that with that double hundred. And then uh, how about Nathan McSweeney coming out and uh, making a hundred in the second innings as well? You guys just carrying each innings for the team. Must give you confidence moving forward. Yeah, no, McSweeney's been, he's been awesome for us. Um, last couple of games, back-to-back hundreds, um, he's really filled that role for where Travis has left us in that number four position. Um, gives the whole batting lineup and the whole team a lot of confidence. Um, when he comes in and, you know, he's just doing his thing. And I think um, he's going to continue to do that for the rest of the season. Um, he's a really good player and, you know, there's big raps on him. And um, I think we'll see him in there, you know, green and gold, hopefully in a few years' time. He is going really well at the moment, as you've touched on. And you touched on him playing and coming in at number four. You coming in for the Redbacks at number three. Is that your um, most comfortable position in the lineup to bat at? Uh, yeah, I've... Enjoying it for at the moment. Yeah, originally I um, last year I was batting at five um, in the round. Travis and Alex, um, and then uh, missed out on a couple of the first games this year in the squad. And then there was an opportunity at number three, and the selectors and the coaches um, poised for me if I wanted to bat there. And you know, and I was obviously all for it. And usually I've been batting at four or five in club cricket, but you know, I think three's um, a great opportunity. And I think. Last, I think there was a few starts early in the start of the season, and then from Tasmania where I got 90, and then this game, um, yeah, I feel like three's uh, me, and I feel like that's where I'm bat- batting my best, and um, hopefully I can make that spot my own. Yeah, it'd be nice for you to lock down that spot. South Australia been looking for a number three for a few years now. Um, watching you bat on the weekend, a technique has slightly changed, and there's 
it was mentioned to me on more than one occasion that there's a, a lot of Steve Smith in your batting style. Um, and you and you got interviewed after play on Friday, and you have said that you've done some work with Steve Smith. Tell us a, a little bit about that, how how that developed. Yeah, so I think I originally did, uh, two or three years ago, I did some work um, just from a batting coach just based on how I wanted to bat and um, how I wanted to go about it. Um, I was having a few issues just being quite sight on, so we decided to look at a few vision, a bit of vision um, based on Steve Smith and work on that and me and Steve have got a bit of similarities with the background in tennis and the way we hold up, hold the grip and the bat and whatnot. So sort of just started working for me a bit and went with that. And then I was lucky enough to do a bit of 12th man duties for the Aussies um, in the test match over the Christmas period when they played the West Indies here in Adelaide. And um, I just had a couple of tweaks in my game that I needed to work on. And I was lucky enough to be able to contact Smith um, during that game and just pick his brain a bit and just um, ask him a few tips and I guess how he goes about it because there's a lot of similarities like you said so I think speaking to him was really good and he was really supportive about it and um, gave me a bit of bit of stuff to work on which was I've taken into the last couple of games which has been awesome. It's, uh, it's great to hear and it's a good story too that. Yep. Uh, so then on Steve Smith, did you, we had Nathan McAndrew on last week and talked about the pitch over there in Nagpur. Did you get a chance to watch much of the uh, Australian Test match? Uh, I did. I watched. I watched most of the first day, um, which was obviously looked like hard work. Um, but uh, playing in the last few days, I only got to watch basically the last session of each day. Um, I did, you know, tap into a few highlights and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it looks like hard work. Um, I've never been to India, so I have no idea what it's like. But. I was going to ask you that question. Yeah, if uh, how you'd go on a pitch like that, and if you've ever seen a pitch like that. Yeah, I'll, the boys talk about it like it's it's yeah it's, it's very difficult. Um, and by the way, well, you got the best players in our country playing over there at the moment, and they're finding it difficult. So I think you know everyone would find it hard. It's just I guess finding a way and having a plan and a, and a technique built for it. Um, and the best players in the world adapt to it. Like Smith, he's got a really good record in some continent so he always finds a way i'm not sure how i'd go up living in australia and playing on traditionally quite you know bouncy and flat wickets um going over there would be a challenge but you know it'd be something i'd you know, love to do in the future if there was opportunity there daniel uh, mentioned we spoke to nathan mcandrew before you guys started playing he had a really good game he took seven wickets for the game and uh, nice little partnership with you. He was 56 not out and got you to your double hundred. Uh, was it good uh, batting with Nathan? Yeah, no, it's awesome. Me, me and Nathan get along pretty well. Um, you know, he, he came in and he we were speaking a little bit about the pitch and the conditions and what was happening. Um, you know, he found it a little bit hard to get going at the start. And then, um, you know, once he, once he hit a few to the rope, he sort of started getting along with it pretty quickly and, he was sort of, he was just sort of looking at me a bit like, you know, should I take the one? Should I get you on strike? And I was, I was like, mate, it's better for the team if you're on strike because you're hitting the boundaries, you're clearing the rope, and I'm just getting the one. So um, he made me feel, you know, real comfortable at the crease. Um, he's, he's, it's a luxury for us to have him batting at eight and nine in our team, where, you know, he's, he could easily be batting at six or seven um, in some size. So that's something that's really handy for us, and it's, it builds our batting lineup um, and makes us stronger. So yeah, it's, it's great to have him. You know, doing really well with the bat and obviously with the ball um, in the first innings and the second innings, um, he's been great for us.
Now, Drew, our next match is in a week's time on Monday in Victoria. So at City Power Centre in St Kilda. Uh, first question, have you ever played uh, on that pitch in St Kilda? And then secondly on that, uh, Victoria second on the table. We're just behind in the third. Surely top two is the goal now for us. Um, yeah, so I have I played a second eleven game there uh, a few years ago. Um, it rained for two days and we almost got the win. Okay. Um, but I think tradition. I think since then it's been traditionally a bit of a you know a spinner's wicket, um, as as they might say. But I haven't. Yeah, like I said, I haven't played there for two or three years, so I'm not entirely sure um, what it will be like. But um, just going on what it's been like for the last couple of years, I think it might be, you know, it might spin later on, it might break up. So it might be a bit of a challenge for us, but it'll be a challenge for both teams um, with both decent spinners. So um looking forward to that. And yeah, definitely. Um, I think, you know, the table, you know, you get a couple of wins and whatnot and the table just becomes so close. Um, you know, there's three games left this season. We've got Victoria, Queensland, New South Wales and, you know, having back-to-back wins is massive for us and massive for our confidence going forward. Um, you know, if we can grab another win or two in the last three games, it um, really puts us in a good spot to try and, you know, hopefully get into a final. But, you know, any win's great for us at the moment and we're just pushing for that um, that final bit if we can get there. I want to talk about uh, your West Torrens teammate, Spencer Johnson. He made a bit of an impact in the Big Bash this summer and he's been added to the Shield squad for the Victorian game. Um, tell us a little bit about Spencer because he seems a very quiet guy on the field, uh, but he bowls at about 145 clicks. So uh, they come down all right. Yeah, yeah, me and Spencer, um, we've been, you know, best mates for, you know, since we played together since we were 12, 13, um, went to the same school. You know, we've been playing and hanging out with each other for, you know, since we can remember. So, um, yeah, he's, He's a raw, he's a rare talent. Um, bowls raw pace. Um, he's been doing really well in you know grade cricket for the last couple of years. Obviously, yeah. had a few setbacks um, with injuries a few years before that, but the last couple of years he's been really banging the door down, um, really pushing for opportunity. And I guess um, there was an opportunity in Brisbane for the for the Big Bash, and he you know took it with both hands, and you know now he's sort of you know banging the door down in the sucker and. There's a lot of thing, uh, big things coming for him, I think, in the future. And, you know, if you can get someone that can bowl, you know, 140, 150 left arm quick and swinging, um, I think that's, you know, big issues for other teams. So I think, you know, we can use that to our advantage. And, you know, he's, he's um, yeah, he's staying very humble about it. Um, he, can get, he can get a bit big-headed sometimes, the big fella, but, uh, <laughs> no, nah, he's good. He's, um, he loves it. He's just he's just embracing and he's loving getting opportunities. Um, he just wants to win games for South Australia like the rest of us. All right. I want to ask you, you want man of the match. Uh, pretty easy decision for the commentary team to name you man of the match. Do you get anything extra these days for being man of the match? Uh, oh, I, I didn't even know I was man of the match, to be honest. I just... I actually come on, Drewy. Yeah, no come on, Drewy. <laughs> so the answer oh, is no. You made two hundred. <laughs> yeah, oh, there might have been. A, yeah, I might have assumed. I guess, but um, no, I haven't. No, you know, I don't think you get anything or whatnot. I think it's just obviously it's a nice feeling to know that you've contributed to the team and yeah. you know you put your team in a winning position. Um, that's the main thing, I guess. Um, you know, that was the whole thinking about it. Really, it was just trying to bat as long as I could, um, score runs for the team and build a big uh, big first inning total for the team to try and put us in a winning position, which eventually happened. 
Did uh, Jason Gillespie have much to say to you post-game or post your 200? Um, oh, not, not a lot. We just we, we spoke a little bit briefly just about, you know, how he was very proud and um, happy and, you know, I've, I've done a lot of hard work in the last couple of years to, to break into the team and to get where I'm at at the moment. So, you know, he was just pumped, um, pumped for the team, pumped for me. Um, he was just really positive about it all, which is which is great. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll probably, you know, share a beer in the next few weeks about it and have a chat. But, um, you know, it's not long until the next game. You know, there's a one-day game in, on Wednesday and then there's another shoe game, you know, on Monday. So it happens pretty quick. You just got to move on to the next team and whatnot. But, um, yeah, he was, he was very positive about the whole thing, which is, um, which is great. So no mention from Diz of his 200 in the test? <laughs> like welcome uh, to the 200 uh, club or anything like that? No, nah, we, we get enough from that. Uh, from <laughs> he, um, yeah, he mentions that regularly whenever he can. Um, I know, I know Jake, Jake Lehman did mention it to me though. Um, when he's double ton in Tasmania, we got a few years ago, he was, he was sort of hoping that I'd just try and uh, get past his score. But, um, nah, it's, yeah, Divi does bring it up a fair bit. So, yeah, the boys get enough of it, to be fair. All right, Daniel, we'll let you go. Thanks for your time. Congratulations. Great win for the Redbacks. Two in a row. Uh, go to Victoria and uh, thump the Vicks, won't you? Yes, yeah, that's the plan. Thanks. Thanks heaps, guys. Cheers.